right, so it's joining us on Facebook Live. Hello, <laughs> welcome to uh, Live from Studio Venus. I'm joined today by Bev. Did you go right, Bev? Yep, Bev okay. is great. Thought I had. Um, and we first met in the shop, maybe, or maybe yes. over at yes. across the street at Plum, one yes. or the other. Uh, yeah, a few occasions, I think, both. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then I learned that you were an artist, which is cool. So, when did you get started? Well, I've been artsy since I was a little kid, um, but I never pursued a career in art. And yeah. then in 2013, I suffered a very serious back injury and underwent spine surgery and had a, about a year of some pretty wow. um, huge efforts to learn to walk and spent some time really? in a wheelchair and spent a month in Foothills Hospital in their spine unit and came out the other end. With How did you do that? Oh, it's a long story. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll just go with it. Broke a yeah, back end. It was a long that's, it was that's a lot, Yeah, really? it was pretty devastating. And I yeah. got misdiagnosed, so I ended up going through a big lawsuit. And I came out the other end of the whole um, event with some pretty bad PTSD. Oh, yeah. So I was seeing a psychologist, and she encouraged me to start journaling. And I found that writing the words in a journal made it much worse. Oh, because really? Because it was ingraining that same story. Writing about it was like it was wearing... Right. A, a pathway in my brain that just got deeper and deeper the more I wrote about it. Yeah. So I took up art journaling. Oh. And I started, you know, just doing it for fun, for therapy, and pretty quickly I, I knew I was onto something that oh. was not just going to be something that would be therapeutic for me, but something that became a very deep passion. Right. So I started taking in-person work workshops and online courses, and haven't looked back I've been oh. painting ever since well and I did see that you have some work that's going up or is up at analog books right yes I have works there I have an installation right now at Mocha Cabana oh. and I've got works in at the Allied Arts Council shop oh I saw that too yeah, yeah. oh cool analog books I'm so excited for them oh I love so, that so store. excited They're I haven't been people. in yet which yeah, oh you're, shame you're, on you're me. in for a treat it's yeah. an absolutely fabulous shop and oh, they have good. books you know, uh, writing things, all little nifty gift stuff. Oh, it's a really neat shop. Well, they're such great people. Yes. Yeah. So I was, I was excited. It's hard to get going, right? Sort of at this during a COVID year, but they were courageous they're great to do it. But I think they're going to be hugely successful. Oh, that's good. We yeah. need, we need another bookstore like that. Yes. Because right now, with having new books, basically you get chapters, right? So, exactly. And yeah. and you know, chapters gets in what national chapter sends out yeah whereas a scott and penny at analog they support a lot of local authors yeah so you can go in and buy books written by people from all around southern alberta and yeah they're supporting local artists and it's great well i'm sure they'll get some art books in for us yes yeah yes, yeah exactly so tell me when you approach a piece what what sort of do you sit down and, or do you have an inspiration do you still daily kind of art journal um, I don't do much art journaling anymore now, but I do a lot of sketchbook work. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of thumbnail sketches. I paint in the abstract style. So I'll do composition studies, and then I'll do some color mixing, color studies, pick out a palette. I like to work with a limited palette. Yeah. And then I just go to my substrate, whether it's on wood panel or canvas, and start with mark making. Right. You know, I'll just start activating a canvas with charcoal or crayons whatever my fine hands find at the time and yeah. just start putting marks down just to get rid of that white blank space from yeah. staring back at me well and so because often that can be intimidating yes. so that's a good way to kind of be able to get in into that right and be able to 
it gives you something to respond to and it, it doesn't take long yeah. once you start making some marks you know you get flooded with ideas so you just follow it yeah and it's call and response right yeah. one move tells you what to do on the yeah. next move right I always can't figure out how how people when they're making art can just stick you know I'm gonna draw a dog and just draw a dog it's like things follow you as you go along and if it ends up being something else I think it's just lovely it's that intuition right it is and it's responding to what you've laid down before I might when I do pieces they have several layers sometimes I'll have 20 layers on a piece and lots of times what I think I'm gonna paint may morph into something completely different right and better and sometimes yeah you know Bob Ross was right happy accidents <laughs> do happen it's true though it, it really is true. is true and it's it's allowing those to happen right and following your explorations like yeah. I, I my process is really driven by exploring my materials mm. so I spent a lot of time trying out different things and asking myself what would happen if what if I right. try this yeah and that's where you discover what you like yeah and you're going to do a good job of painting what you like rather than trying to follow yeah you know I'm going to use this technique and I want it to look this way when I'm finished if yeah. you just follow your bliss when you're working yeah. and do more of what you love and less of what you don't like. Yeah. You know, and I work in acrylics, so the beauty of it is if you lay something down you don't enjoy, you just cover it up, obliterate it. Yeah, exactly. You know, with the next <laughs> layer it goes. Yeah, yeah. And so you did mention that you work with acrylics and then sort of everything, including charcoal and crayons and oh, whatever yeah. there's is. nothing is sacred I mean I, I if I am if I cannot go buy an art supply store and not buy something I know and I just love experimenting <laughs> yeah. with them right yeah you know, there's so many things that you can do yeah and the mark making tools that I find just fascinating yeah you know you can do a lot of beautiful things with a crayon yeah on a canvas that you would never imagine yeah and you could go over if you do crayon you could go over with acrylic right whereas I think with oils yeah oil pastels you can use you can layer them but uh, oil pastel you have to use a workable fixative mm. and fix it right yeah and anything that you anything that's water soluble or that's not going to dry like an oil pastel doesn't really dry mm -hmm. so but I just put a fixative on it and on to the next on to the next yeah yeah so is it something you know is your studio space something that's like it sort of does relax you. I mean, you're talking about PTSD. Yeah. Is it something where you can go in to always? As soon as I go in there. And the yeah. funny thing is anybody that I take inside yeah. has the same feeling. Oh, isn't that lovely? It's just got a really nice vibe in it. Yeah. And because I love art supplies so much, I have mine all <laughs> beautifully curated. Like they're all laid out like little precious treasures. Uh, it's so true though. It is. Yeah. I just like going in and looking at them all. <laughs> Even if I don't feel like painting, all I have to do is go in there and just sit down with my supplies. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a really great, really good, you know, feeling. Yeah. Just being surrounded by all those possibilities for creativity. Yeah. And I have a painting wall. My husband built me, uh, my husband and my son built me a painting wall last year for my birthday. Yeah. So that's awesome because I can So what is a painting wall? Oh, it's a, it's a false wall that yeah. they built in front of the wall in the room. Yeah. And then it's got a grid of screws on it. Oh. Placed every six inches. So you can hang up multiple 
pieces and work oh. on them all at once. Oh, how lovely. Because I like to work in a series. Me too. And you like to work on the wall? I love working on the wall. Right. Because I love doing drips and I love making a big mess. Yeah. And it, we've got plastic behind it, plastic on the floor, so I can throw paint, spray paint, whatever I want. And, and do you spray paint? Problem. I do some spray painting. Yeah. Not a lot, but I like to put some in sometimes for fun. Well, it is fun too, just to get um, some of those drips that you can get from spray painting yeah. and just that almost cloudy. I used to share a studio space with someone and they were really into spray painting. And so I got to use some of the sprays and I was oh, like, yeah, fun. there's some things I'm missing when I'm in here. And I'm like, oh yeah, forgot yeah. just that lovely. You can do some, especially when it reacts with the paint. Yes, and yeah. it's just fun just to sometimes cut loose, right? Yeah. So do you, have you ever painted with somebody or is it a very solitary thing? It's pretty solitary for me. I'm yeah. kind of more of an introverted person. So I find I do well on my own. Yeah. I like collaborating with other people, a, you know, a bit, but when I'm really in the zone, yeah, I'm just kind of, you know, I don't hear anything. I don't, I'm just in my own little world. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, everything else disappears. I don't think that, and that's why I love art so much yeah. because when I'm creating, it doesn't matter what else is going on in my life, it just totally disappears. Yeah, and so that's why it's art is a life, right? Like, I mean, as artists, it's, you know now, as an artist, you know, okay, I need to go into that space or I need, and so it's it's what oh. sort of... Absolutely, you know, yeah. and it, it's it is so therapeutic. Yeah, it becomes a huge need. Yeah, if for me it is. I mean, I I cannot go a day without doing some type of creative work. Have you ever thought of becoming an art therapist? <laughs> of course, you just know. finished saying to me it was a beautiful solitary thing that yeah, you like doing. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> mind. I would. I would like to at some point maybe do some workshops. Yeah. On art as therapy, yeah, um, just for people to to have a, the experience of that feeling of being able to express your feelings without having to use words. Yeah, and I think that's something that art kind of scares people. Being you know calling themselves an artist or I can't do art because I can't draw or all these different things. Right, there's all these sort of things that impede us sometimes from wanting to get into that, especially people who haven't ever done it before it can be intimidating. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I wouldn't have um, gone as far as I did other than a couple of years ago, I was out in the Okanagan and I went to visit an artist. Mm -hmm. And she said, I think you must paint yourself when we were looking at yeah. in her studio. And I said, oh, I, you know, I have a little hobby. Yeah. She said, well, let me see your work. So I showed her some of the stuff on my phone. She said, but what if this isn't a hobby? Yeah. Have you ever considered that? Yeah. And up to that point, I hadn't. Mm -hmm. And that was the turning point for me. Then I really dove deep into my practice. Right. And really started um, educating myself as much as I could. I took a three-month-long art course last year that was very intense, full-time, and, and dove right in. But it's possible to anyone. Yes. And she, she uh, said something that really rang true with me because I said to her, oh, you're so talented. She said... Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as talent. Mm -hmm. It's practice. Yeah, it is an anyone, art practice, right? Anyone can be an artist. Yeah. We all start out as artists. Yeah. Little children, if you give them a piece of paper and some crayons, they don't go, oh, what is I, this? I, what I, 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 can't, I can't make a picture. They <laughs> yeah. just dive in. Yeah. yeah. And that's why their works are so joyful and 
full of beauty. Yeah. We lose that as we grow up and we start listening to the outside world and listening to the voice of comparison. Yes. The voice of comparison. That is what the killer of creativity. It is. It's a killer of so many things. Yes. The voice and of comparison is a real yeah. killer. And I struggle with that one. I do. I find I try not to. I try not to anywhere in my life. But it's something that I notice I struggle with. And I think have it's to, a real thing. Yeah, I guess. I guess we we probably all do, right? And so Well, I think and more so now I think with social media. Yeah. You know, especially in the world of art, I love supporting other artists and I love getting up in the morning and getting my cup of coffee and looking through Instagram, Facebook and seeing yeah. all these beautiful works of art. Yeah. But there always is a little voice inside of you going, I'm not worthy. <laughs> it's so Their true. work is so beautiful. I Mine know. is not. Yeah, or why can't I do this or that? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think we, we're the last ones to see the beauty in our own work. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. And I guess that's just something we struggle with. But we have to remind each other. Yes. You know, so it's kind of good to have. It'll be nice when we can get together a lot more after COVID is hopefully... Um, controlled yes. but because we need that we need those interactions and we need to for people to remind us and one nice thing about having your works up is people will say because now they see it so you'll get kind of that positive interaction yes. and right? that is a positive side to social media is that I've developed a lot of really great friendships with artists all over the world yeah and they are a very supportive community mm -hmm. because they all know what it's like to to be beginning, to yeah. be at the beginning of the journey, yeah, and to be you know cautiously stepping into that big pool, yeah, of talent, yeah. So there are so many artists out there who do lift up other people and yeah. encourage you when you're doubting yourself. Yeah, exactly. We all have to be that person for somebody, right? Like I think we, you just never know when you're that person for somebody, you know. So if we can, it's one thing in the shop. It's like, always be truthful, but tell people what are nice things about them. Like, it's so important for us to, to share those when they have, you know, when they happen or you see them. Let people know their painting's good. Let them know you're enjoying this or that, right? It's Yes, because that's, that's what lifts us up. Yeah. And those, we need those things to hang on to when we're having days where we're frustrated. Yeah. You know, you're, you're an artist. You know, you have those days in the studio where just like, oh, geez, I'm going to burn this thing. Yeah. <laughs> How did I ever paint the, And the more you work on it, the worse it gets, yeah, right? Yeah. We never know when to step away. Yeah. So we do need to have those positive affirmations yeah. reflected back to us to, to, to fill up our tank and to yeah. keep us juiced up, to keep wanting to create. So true. When you said no, when you're finished, it just hit me because my mom is Friday. She comes in, we paint together. And she always paints references from a picture. That's just the art that she's done and does. And she said the reason she likes doing it is because then she knows when she's done. She said, so to approach something that is purely abstract or even abstracted, she doesn't get to a point where she knows it's done. And I thought that was kind of interesting. It is because yeah. it's really easy to um, stay at the party too long. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, no. we've all done it. <laughs> we have. You all, we, when you're that all, last one, you're yes. like, no. <laughs> or, or you know, things are starting to go a little sideways. And yeah. Instead of saying, I'm going to leave this for today, I'll come back and revisit it tomorrow. You think, yeah. oh, I'll just try this. Yeah. And you just make it worse. Right? Yeah. I've got a painting up there that I did that. <laughs> I was like, maybe if I let it dry, when I come back, it'll... That's nope. the beauty of working <laughs> in a series, is you can bounce yeah. back and forth. 
Well, I want to ask you about that. So, um, do you pretty much always work in series now? I mean, yes. Yes. I always work in a series. Yeah, I, I don't ever work on a single painting anymore. I always work minimum of three on the go, yeah. and usually five. Yeah. And that way, because I work in acrylics, I can bounce back and forth as something's drying and hop on to the next one. Yeah. And yeah. so I work much faster. Yeah. And I'm not standing around with the blow dryer trying to blow, you know, dry <laughs> things out so I can put something else on. Right. And as well, when one frustrates me, then I just move uh, on to the next. Yeah. So you don't get to that place where you're so frustrated that you just so, want to. Because that's how I am too. I like, or if I have a a lump of paint left now I can go on to this other one that I was working on and try and use it or, or exactly. whatever right so yeah if you've yeah. got this series you can be bouncing back and forth and yeah. you know adding something to each one every day that you go in so when you say a series is it where you know those three are going to become like a triptych or is it just you're working on multiple I'm just working on multiples yeah. um, I sometimes do work, work where I think okay these three are going to be sisters yeah because I saw when you had a four of or something right they were like beautiful blue yeah yeah tones? yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so sometimes they're going to be a family but sometimes they're not even going to be you know right. kissing cousins they're well and I guess it depends who's going to buy it and if they buy all of them or exactly and yeah. you know lots of times they go to different places right mm -hmm. but it really makes uh, the process easier because then I can develop my color palette right and I can just work with that color palette on the whole series right it's really great because mm -hmm. I always establish my palette before I start the piece. You do? Yes. And is that just what intuitive when you walk in that day? Or is it something that's been percolating in your mind? Yeah, or? I usually do some sketchbook studies first. Yeah. And do some color mixing to decide, you know, what's, what colors are going to be friends and who likes who. Yeah. And then I'll work with that palette. And then I don't bring other colors in mm. very, once in a while. But usually I have my palette established. So even though you do abstracts, they're very um, studied first. Yeah, I have a plan going in, and but what I don't have a plan for is my composition and you know where where everything is going to go on the canvas. Right. My paintings are all about shapes and colors. So for me, it's once I get going, then it it'll develop on its own. Mm -hmm. If I get out of the way and just let it intuitively come. Yeah. And then step back. Yeah. And check it against principles, you know, so that you know you're you're creating something that's harmonious and has a strong composition, right? But still has the freedom to be creative in the making. Well, yeah, that freedom we were talking about, where you can kind of follow your intuition and and see what's going along. Exactly, because yeah. then you know you can change direction or you can, you know, change the look of the painting from one layer to the next. Right. Um, are you also, I mean, you sort of said you were an artsy kid. Are you kind of artsy in other aspects of your life as well? Yes, I've <laughs> driven my husband crazy our whole lives. Well, I was, I've always, I loved gardening. I love cooking. I've got a very passionate cook. Yeah. And I love decorating. I love decorating my house. You know, my husband, sometimes he would be on different projects. He'd go up town working, <laughs> come home, and I would have repainted the whole house inside. Oh, He'd be wow. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's always been there inside of me. Yeah. I just um, never had that outlet for the painting until, like I said, I 2013. Think that's, that's a good phrase, just never had that outlet. Um, because I think that's how I was too, sort of, you're doing all these different art, arty things, you know, you are painting, you are gardening, all those things that definitely take up 
our artness, but just not having that being able to use it into painting and once you it all makes sense it does it all clicks when I started painting it all clicked and it just felt so natural yeah so when you say you love going into the paint store or into the art store um have you been up like do you like going Calgary Edmonton or when you travel do you like going into (laughs) yes that's always the first place I go yeah because you always find things that you haven't seen before and it's so fun experimenting with them yeah, for sure. And finding out what is this capable of doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can you can take a piece of charcoal. You'd be amazed what you can do with it. Yeah. You know, dry, wet, you know, put the marks on, spray it with water, smear it with your hand. Yeah. You know, put other stuff over it, drag it around. It's, yeah. You know, that's the fun for me is is taking these supplies and seeing what will they do. Right. So not being as concerned about the final, the final but also that process is so well, important, right? And that's where you learn the technique because you need to learn. Yeah, it's yeah. like cooking. You need to learn what all the different spices do in order to create a beautiful dish. Yeah. And art supplies are the same. You've got to take them out for a little drive. And they just don't taste as bad and, when and you screw yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> find, out, find out what they do, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and the only way you learn that is by experimentation. I don't personally believe that someone can show you how to use your art supplies. You've got to find out what feels good for you yeah and what you like doing with them right you know there's a million different ways that you can use supplies yeah and and sometimes we I think get stuck in one way to use it right Um, and so it's when you allow yourself that freedom to be able to do what you want and to experiment and figure things out on your own absolutely that's that's where the best stuff comes the juicy bits and that's where you discover what you love yeah you know, yeah. oh, I love the way this goes on. I love how this looks like this. I love when I layer this on top of that. And, yeah. You know, you're trying different things. And that's, I think, you know, the, that's where you find also your unique own style, your voice. Yeah. Because everyone has their own style. We just have to play around long enough to find it. Yeah. And, and to allow it, allow it, it to, And allow it to find you. Yeah. So true. And having a playful attitude towards it, I think, really invites that. Yeah. Because once you think you know what you're doing, then you've got to mess it up and try something different, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Otherwise, it would get boring. It would totally get boring. I mean, it's fun to me. I sometimes purposely will, at the end of a session, go in and take something really ugly and <laughs> mark up my painting because I want to kickstart my oh, thinking really? again to refresh. That's brave. But it's fine. <laughs> and it usually turns out great. Yeah. Because if we get too attached and we can start fussing yes. around, yeah. I'm sure you've had the experience where you're working on a piece and there's some really gorgeous bits. <laughs> I know. And you do everything to paint around those bits because you don't want them to disappear. It's so true. But you lose the whole <laughs> composition in the process of trying to save this little two inch by two inch yeah. piece of your painting. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Because if you've done something once, you can do it again. More than likely. You know, and if you're worried about it disappearing, take a photo. <laughs> you know, here was my beautiful <laughs> detail and my work in progress. So you'll look, you'll look at tomorrow and you'll be like, it wasn't that brilliant. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, that's the beauty of just getting brave and being bold and not worrying about things. Right. If it gets covered up, that's okay. Something better will come out of it probably. Yeah. But no, it's it's true, and you have to you have to be brave, and not uh, be able to. Um, what did someone say one time? It was something about the precious, you know, not yeah, holding on to Yeah, don't let this. anything get too precious. Yeah, 
yeah. it's only paint. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, so it, you can always recreate. If you created something once on a canvas, you can do it again. I although believe. we all have one, or at least I do, where it's like, it was so good, though. Why couldn't I have stopped? <laughs> it actually was. And now what I've done. <laughs> it does happen. It does happen. It but, does. you know, you learn. But there right? again, right? Like, who knows what the the next project is going to bring or your next. I have paintings that I've painted over. I don't know how many times. Yeah. You know, just and like. And they just get richer. Yeah. Well, you know, we were just looking out at Eileen Murray's stuff yes. out there. And you can see where, and, and her and I talked about this one time about painting over old paintings and not all of it has to go away and yeah. you can really see that in some yes, of her work I you can see, see. It, yes yeah and well you've got that history and that little shadow yeah. of what was before yeah and it's lovely isn't it it makes the work more interesting and it makes yeah. it more complex yeah so that what you see from 50 feet when you get up to five feet, you go oh wait there's something else underneath there yeah and it just makes it so interesting yeah plus if you own the piece Every time you look at it, so true. you'll see more of what was there before. It just makes it more compelling. Yeah. And those are those are the good pieces, I think. I mean, I've got a piece at home, and it's just a big gray color study, really, for lack of a better word. And yet it's... Uh, I didn't do it. I got it from a guy. It's I don't know. It must be about three by four feet. It's okay. a big piece. Yeah. Um, and yet it's so weird because it's just this color study. So it's almost just a washed gray blue color and that's about it and yet I can look at that thing and look at that thing and there's always something that that is in there right there's sort of this richness that you know um and yeah any of the greats when you think of their paintings you can look into them and and they just get richer and richer yes yeah. I, I and that's why I love painting in layers yeah because you create a lot of complexities that are little nuances that you really have to look to see so when you say paint by layers do you mean and I I'm remembering that you have the three or four on a go at the same time yeah. so but when you say paint in layers are you sort of going on charcoal on all three then you're going paint on all three or you're just when you say paint in layers um yeah well if I've got my palette done with all my colors mixed ready to go I will like put down a base layer of whatever color blocking I'm going to do or whatever shapes basically that I want to do yeah. and then yeah I'll switch over and do some mark making and then step back take a look decide what's going to stay and what's going to go yeah because sometimes for me uh, it's a, a, making a painting is not as much the taking away of something as it is the laying down right in that you know you'll 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 put some things on the canvas and then you'll step back and say no, that needs to come that off. That push and pull. Yeah, that needs to recede or that needs to disappear or that needs to be softened. Right. You know, my value isn't right. It's it's just all that sort of taking away and putting back on. Yeah. Or sanding off. I sand my paintings a lot too. I love sanding. Yeah. I've got like a big sander in here and my mom's like, what the heck? <laughs> your, your room isn't big enough to even use a sander like that. But it it is, you can really expose those layers again, right? Mm, Especially if beautiful. it sounds like you and I, where we've got lots and lots of different layers going on. Yeah. To be able to sand some of those and see some of those back again. Yeah, it's, you know? it's I love it. It's, yeah. It's, and it's, then you get a lot of times some really great surprises. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and yours are use a lot of collage and and that kind of thing yeah, right I do like to use collage yeah. yeah I do like to use collage I like to 
you know, just have it peeking out. Yeah. Not obvious, but I like it to be there. It's kind of like part of the story for me. And yet it is, from what I've seen, it is kind of still an abstraction, right? Yes. So although you're using those different layers with collage, they're still abstracted pieces that you see. Yes, purely yeah. abstract. Yeah, purely yeah. abstract. Is there anything that you tried that you just disliked so much? <laughs> <laughs> in far as far as different types of painting so painting is your jam right that's yes painting is my jam yeah um yes i did um last year when i was taking this intense art to life creative visionary program course the three-month course that i spoke to you about yeah the the person that was one of the facilitators painted a lot in geometric shapes and I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but sometimes when I take an art course, yeah. I'll find I start painting like the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it goes away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But while you're yeah, in the course, course, you find yourself doing I've what got a couple doing. pieces here that kind of look like Eileen Murray's. I've, I've got painting and I was like, uh-oh, I can tell I think. <laughs> I just walked on through me. there yeah. and sat down my coffee with her and now it's coming out of my paintings. Yeah, it's so, true. And Sorry. I, I made a few geometric paintings and I didn't care for those because yeah. they were so not me well they're not as intuitive then right right and yeah. and I'm I'm you know that's that's not what I came to art for I wanted my paintings to be expressive and ethereal yeah so when I saw these geometric pieces coming out I was like this is totally not me <laughs> but it's good it's, you give yeah. yourself that exercise right yes yeah. it's good and it's good to try different things yeah I mean it's good to have your own jam yeah. But sometimes it's refreshing to do something that's totally outside your own style. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm looking forward to getting back into being able to take our ca courses at CASA, which is our local um, art yeah. hub, being able to do some of those things and paint outside, although I guess we could paint outside now. Um, but the University of Lethbridge sometimes have different events where you can be outside and painting together and yes. just sort of a lot of... Um, even though for me art is, is a pretty solitary thing as well, it is kind of nice to be able to try new things and I feel with, with us sort of having to stay away from each other six feet yeah. <laughs> that we're... It has been challenging for sure. Yeah. And with no chance to really be inside galleries for a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, I had some works in um, a couple of galleries in Penticton last summer. And, you know, they were just, I took the paintings there and for the exhibition, but there was no opening night. There right. was no meeting the other artists. There was no yeah. meeting the patrons. It, it was, you really miss out on that. Yeah. And that, I think for artists, that is important to yeah. have that feedback and that, just that camaraderie with people. Yeah. Because we are doing things usually so solitary. So it is nice to be able to come out and, and have that community. I mean, that's why, and our community here in Lethbridge is fantastic. We yes. have a really great art community from visual artists to musicians and writers. And, exactly. And that kind of We're thing. We're very fortunate. Yeah. Which is, uh, it seems unusual because when you drive into Lethbridge, you would never imagine. us live. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think you just got really a shot of my ass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um. Yeah, no, it's great. I think um, we're in Lethbridge, we're very lucky. And I think yeah. that having the university here is yeah. a huge boost to that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've got an incredible fine arts program there. And yeah. I think that it really makes our city vibrant in that regard. People yeah. are just more aware. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's nice seeing the new um, 
wrapped electrical bins or electrical yes. <laughs> have you seen those yes yeah I have. yeah we're just talking about Leela and she has one that just went and oh, got up so but such awesome. a good idea it is yeah. because your art can be everywhere oh absolutely you know I mean I'm, you've been to Europe you you walk through the streets of Paris I haven't walked through or Barcelona <laughs> well I have yeah and, you know, yeah and you go walk through those cities and it can be the like the tiniest little back laneway yeah and there's beautiful murals all over the walls yeah or beautiful old doors that have been painted in um, Quebec City in the summer there's kind of this lane and it's all artists like all some artists just painting oh, there as they go fantastic. along you know it's just kind of this yeah just and it's a lane you know just a little and it, a it little makes, old. it just <laughs> makes for such so much beauty yeah yeah it, it makes the city welcoming and I think Lethbridge is hungry for that and I think that we're our mindset is finally opening up to that yes we do want more public art yeah and it doesn't have to be a huge process yeah and it doesn't have to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> you know yeah. there's so many artists here that yeah they just want to paint they just want to get their work out yeah and really artists lots of times drive exhibition spaces that kind of thing because yes. we need somewhere to show so yeah then you're asking you know yes. different businesses in town or exactly wherever for exhibiting because it, it's it's a challenge to get your work out it is yeah speaking of that so when you were in Penticton did you answer a call for submissions do you do those do you yes yeah yes I did answer a call for submissions and um, I act, and after I had gone in a couple of exhibitions out there, I got to be friends with a gal that owned a gallery out there, and actually got to hang a show. Oh, nice! It was called the Itsy Bitsy Show. Oh, okay. And it was all six by six works. Yeah. There was over 180 pieces. Man, that's a lot of work to do. And we hung, that's we a hung, lot. we hung that show. There was <laughs> her, myself, and my husband Tim. Oh my took goodness. Took us five hours. I'll, well, actually, I'm shocked that it, you got it. But done we that got fast. it. We got it all up in five hours, and it looked amazing. Oh wow. So yeah, yeah. 180. Great. I'm just in my mind going 180 times. This, so how many? Yeah. 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 180 pieces. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all six by sixes. And does she do that annually? Do it. Um, she. This was the year before last year, and it didn't happen this year because it was in November, and of course, oh, November yeah. of this year, it's not much going on, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping that that show will come back and and more like it. So do you do a lot of that? Do you do a lot of call for submissions to make sure you get your work out there? Is that an important step for you? It is an important step for me now because yeah. being fairly new to the art world, if you don't put yourself out there, no one's coming looking for your stuff, right? No, that's for sure. You know, I've sold work off Instagram and Facebook and I have a, you know, a, a very um, nice community on Instagram. But you do have to, you have to just be brave and, and yeah. knock on the door. Yeah. You know, and, and put your work out. And, and it's, it, it's the only way you're gonna ever establish yourself. Yeah. And if you want to sell work, you have to do it. Otherwise, yeah. you're not gonna sell work. And it's good to uh, exercise that courage muscle. I find it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, you know, so you're gonna get no's and you're gonna get yeses, but mm -hmm. it's all subjective. I it doesn't bother me now if I get a no or a yes. Yeah. I'm not impacted either way. Yeah. I don't get super elated if my work is accepted, and I yeah. also am not disappointed if it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like you say, art is so subjective. So it depends what the pe person is looking for and what kind of space it is. And do you ever find, um, let's say, 
you know you're exhibiting in a gallery called Hedgehog. I have no idea where that came from. Um, do you ever do something specific for that space? Have you ever applied and said, I will do eight paintings that are... No. No. So no. You, you do your, which is kind of nice. You're doing your work, you're following your vision, then you're taking that work and exhibiting it. Yes. Yeah, right now I'm, nice. I'm really work, focusing on trying to build a large body of work, which is part of the reason I'm working in a series. Yeah. Because I would like to at some point do a little show somewhere. Yeah. But you have to have a large body of work. Well, and CASA, you can apply at CASA to yes. do and have a show there. And, yeah, but you've got to have a fairly significant you do. amount yeah. of work because, you know, I don't know what you're like, but, you know, for every three paintings I do, one is one that I would show. The other ones are yeah. going in the <laughs> see you later for the, uh, the re redo pile, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So it, it takes a lot of time. People think that painters just go in their studio and, and I'm sure there are people who do yeah. I know you know Banksy there's lots of people who can just yeah whip off a piece very quickly but it yeah. doesn't work like that for me right my paintings take quite a while to do and they can't be rushed yeah yeah it's one of the reasons I have this space that we're sitting in so my studio uh, you know is a tiny little studio but this space I can read I can write and think because sometimes you need almost to be still in the physical space but not painting is yes. what I find and that feeds my creativity or reading or writing or looking at old masters yes. or or that and kind of having that not palette cleanser but just having that different different knowledges to come in to be able to oh absolutely mm -hmm. finding your inspiration yeah and digesting what you're doing and how you're feeling about what you're doing and what direction do I want to go in next and yeah all these things art art takes a lot of thinking it does and absolutely that's one really good point now I often think about that in when I was in university because soon as you say you're an artist in university and you get the eye roll that everything's so easy and it's like we are constantly thinking like every breath and every sort of thought you're thinking about what's Ab going absolutely. on or that color or exactly yeah I mean I dream at night about art yeah it's so weird do you ever dream of a painting you're working on and you dream the solution yes isn't that cool yes <laughs> yeah because you could be super frustrating yeah. and your your awake mind can't see what you need to see yeah but I'll, it'll come in my sleep. Yeah. And then I want to get up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, at least you could get up because your studio is in your house. I can't do that because my yeah. studio is in my home. So yeah. I can, you know, go get in my studio and start working on things. But yeah. But yeah, it, I, I think art, if you, once you get bitten by the art bug, you're, it's a it, in, incurable condition. It is. You know, you're always thinking about it and you see the world differently. Yeah. For me, since I took up painting, especially, I just see things differently. Yeah. You know, a twig, a, a, a rock, a, anything, you know, the way a lawn looks after it's mowed. I see all these different things that I yeah. never saw before. Yeah. Have you, do you take lots of pictures thinking? Yes. And are they inspirations or do you actually look at a picture and then are inspired to make something that looks like it? I never, uh, I never use photos for reference. But what I do use them for is inspiration. Right. Of, of shapes. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like shape and color are, are really important jam. to you, right? They are yeah. my jam. My yeah. jam, that's shape and color is all what it's all yeah. about for me. And I, I do take a lot of photos and I'll look at them for like 
to see the composition like that's a beautiful composition I'd love to use those shapes but then do do something abstract with it right right you know, a tree doesn't always have to look like a tree. No, <laughs> the best ones don't. <laughs> but if it falls in the forest. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, thanks for coming and talking, Bev. Oh, well, that thank was, you for having me. It was, was a real delight, and I really appreciate yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. Oh, and I got a wonderful bag. I'm going to show a picture of it later. Actually, it would be great if I could get you to send me some pictures. I can do that. We'll show them at the end of end of the video, and then that, that way people can see what we've been talking about. I'd be happy to do that. Thanks again. What you're doing yeah. is so great for, for the arts world. Oh. It really is. Thanks so much. Yeah. All right. Really Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Joined us. Where is there now? I'm getting my face.